All healthcare professionals participating in this podcast are paid consultants of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. Product indications and safety information will be available at the end of the episode. Hello and welcome to our next installment in a special podcast series on Technus IOLs. My name is Rana Juraha and today we will be talking about the quality of vision possible with the Technus platform with Dr. John Whitpen of Long Island, New York. Welcome Dr. Whitpen. Uh, thanks for having me. I'd like to begin with the factors you consider most important in an IOL and how that impacted your decision on what lens to put in your own eye. Sure. Well, the material quality of the lens is incredibly important. With the Technus IOL platform, the overall quality of the vision is great. It has very few chromatic aberrations. And as we get older, contrast sensitivity becomes one of the more important qualities of the vision. And you want to maximize contrast in every way you can. When the Technus IOL first came out, I was very excited to try it. I was probably one of the first to use it when it came here to Long Island, and I've been using it ever since. I thought highly enough of the Technus IOL that I had the monofocal IOL planted in my left eye, and my wife has a monofocal IOL planted in each of her eyes. My right eye still doesn't have sufficient cataract to undergo uh, surgery, uh, but my left eye did require surgery. If I refract my left eye, it's about a spherical equivalent of a minus 0.75, yet I can read virtually everything I have to read in the office as well as on the computer. I can even sit, sit and read a newspaper and things like that if the light's very good. My unoperated eye is 100% distance vision, so intermediate and near vision tasks are really performed with my left eye only. I can read J3 pretty easily with good light, and J5 even in the dim light. I can see the difference in the colors, the blues in particular. My experience with the contrast is so good with the increased depth of field uh, that I've been extremely happy with my choice of lens. It's great to hear your personal experience with the Technus lens. Can you talk more about the specifics in terms of design, optics, and materials that differentiate the Technus platform from other leading brands? My preferred lens is the Technus lens, primarily because you don't get any glistenings. In all of my years using the Technus lens, I've never seen glistenings in those patients in which I've placed the lens. The reason for the lack of glistenings, as I believe it to be, is the increased tensile strength of the lens. It does make the lens a little stiffer than some other lenses that can be implanted. Uh, makes Consequently, the lens will unfold a little more slowly than you may see with other types of lenses. But once it warms up to body temperature, it becomes uh, easy to manipulate it into the proper position and, uh, and lets it center well in the capsular bag. The trade-off of that increased tensile strength, though, as I said, as I believe it to be, um, reduces or I believe even eliminates the possibility of glistenings. The optics also are extremely good with this lens. It's never been an issue for me. I find they, it centers extremely well. Uh, you get them in the capsular bag and they end up where you want them to be, well-centered. Got it. Understood. Um, can you tell us about your experience with the predictability and outcomes when implanting Technus lenses? 
my experience with the predictability and outcomes with, of the Tectus lens have been extremely good. In all the lenses I've implanted, I've never seen the Tectus lens collapse or compress. It stays in gr- excellent position, and it's been a great lens for my patients. Excellent. So let's talk more about your encounters with your patients. Over time, have you seen a change in your average cataract patient? For example, their age, their demands, and their lifestyle? I've seen a change in patients in general. Patients are more demanding. I think what has changed is that we get such excellent results that now we're more prone to offer cataract surgery to patients with early stages of cataract formation. We can deliver much better result with faster visual recovery than we could 20 to 30 years ago. Now patients are getting cataract surgery in their 50s, whereas they would have waited until their 60s or 70s. I think since we can provide such excellent results, we're more inclined as surgeons to remove cataracts sooner, and the patients are more comfortable because of the successful results they hear from others. Over the length of my career, I have noticed that over time, cataract patients eventually return, complaining of glare and declining vision. I've followed people long enough to see that there's a progression towards against the rule of stigmatism as you get into your 80s and 90s. As this astigmatism changes, they start to perceive the glare because they're using uncorrected vision. Due to the high quality results from the Technus IOL, the likelihood of successfully correcting a patient's vision is greater, particularly when using a toric lens to correct the astigmatism. The high astigmats are the happiest patients of all, particularly those with against the rule astigmatism. They're incredibly happy patients. Even if you don't hit it exactly plano, you get rid of that against the rule of stigmatism, and they're thrilled about it. I encourage them to definitely consider a toric IOL. I encourage them to do it even if they tell me, well, I don't mind wearing glasses afterwards. Because that's the one group of patients where I find if you don't correct the stigmatism that's against the rule, they're the ones that will show up later, and they're telling you that even with glasses at night, they still feel like there's more glare than they would like. I believe it's because of the way the astigmatism is running uncorrected. You just don't get a good focus with their glasses. That's great to hear. Okay, so for our final question, beyond actual visual acuity, what makes happy patients following cataract surgery? Well, I've found the happy patients are the patients who have a very good experience during surgery. I believe one of the things we tend to overlook is what kind of sedation they get at surgery. Those patients who are suitably sedated are always happy, so they're very happy to do the second eye quickly. If a patient is aware of the surgery, they're not sedated enough. If they don't have a happy experience, even when they have great results, they're more inclined to say, I'm getting by okay with my second eye, so I'll give it a little while. And then they wait two or three years. The surgery itself should be a good experience, which includes the sedation and the pain control. After that, it really comes down to the patient being happy and experiencing good vision within a week. It's not necessarily experienced in the first day, though many of them will have this experience, but in the first week, I think that's what's important. Also, you want them to be problem-free. You want the glare and halos, if they are there at all, to be what they anticipated. That's why I explain that most of my patients do experience glare and halos. It's not that it's a disabling thing or even a big problem for them. 
It's just they're expressing how they're still experiencing them a bit. If they're aware ahead of time that they might occur, it's not a problem. We also get aggressive in treating dry eye and all the other pathologies that will impact vision. In the many years that Technus Lens has been around, I've never had to exchange a lens due to glare or halos or something else negative that the patient just can't tolerate. This has certainly been insightful. Thank you, Dr. Whitpen, for sharing your experiences and knowledge of the Technus Lens with us today. This concludes our final installment in this special podcast series on presbyopia correcting IOLs. If you haven't already, be sure to listen to the other episodes in the series. Thanks for tuning in. Indications and important safety information for the Technus Toric one-piece IOL, prescription only. Indications, the Technus Toric one-piece posterior chamber lens is indicated for the visual correction of aphakia and pre-existing corneal astigmatism of one diopter or greater in adult patients with or without presbyopia in whom a cataracterist lens has been removed by phacoemulsification and who desire improved uncorrected distance vision, reduction in residual refractive cylinder, and increased spectacle independence for distance vision. The device is intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Warnings, physicians considering lens implantation should weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio for any circumstances described in the Technostoric one-piece IOL directions for use that could increase complications or impact patient outcomes. The clinical study did not show evidence of effectiveness for the treatment of preoperative corneal astigmatism of less than one diopter. The technostoric one-piece IOL should not be placed in the ciliary sulcus. Rotation of the technostoric one-piece IOL away from its intended axis can reduce its astigmatic correction. Misalignment greater than 30 degrees may increase postoperative refractive cylinder. Precautions. Accurate keratometry and biometry, in addition to the use of the technostoric calculator, www.technostoriccalc.com, are recommended to achieve optimal visual outcomes. The safety and effectiveness of the toric intraocular lens have not been substantiated in patients with certain pre-existing ocular conditions and intraoperative complications. Refer to the Technus Toric One-Piece IOL directions for use for a complete description of the pre-existing conditions and intraoperative complications. All preoperative surgical parameters are important when choosing a toric lens for implantation. Variability in any of the preoperative measurements can influence patient outcomes. All corneal incisions were placed temporarily in the clinical study. Do not reuse, re-sterilize, or autoclave. Adverse events. The most frequent reported cumulative adverse event that occurred during the Technostoric One-Piece IOL clinical trial was surgical reintervention, which occurred at a rate of 3.4%, lens repositioning procedures, and retinal repair procedures. Attention. Reference the directions for use labeling for a complete listing of indications and safety information.